0: Welcome to the Wildcast podcast coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh!
1: welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast podcast. your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats. As always I am your host fan listeners Adam Lund and I am joined by your favorite co-hoster hockey picking extraordinaire uh, Big Brother extraordinaire uh, now grocery online shopping extraordinaire uh, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Your life changed last week, eh? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, it's quite the. Uh, we're not going to get into details here, but uh, <laughs> go
1: back and listen to last week's stick tap of the week presented by Eric Murray. Yeah. it's it's quite it's quite good. Oh, you were talking about that. Oh, okay. yeah. I, thought we were, I
0: thought we were talking about that text message that I sent you and Dobson there. Right? No, 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 no. Okay. no, no,
1: not your side adventure. Okay, yeah. Dobson knows
0: what it's about. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the the shopping. was uh quite the story i i I got messages from people just telling me how much they enjoyed (laughs) that Uh, i got a few too like he just uh,
1: found that out i'm like apparently i don't know
0: living under a rock (laughs) for quite some time uh had no idea uh however i did do some more groceries this week when i did actually go to the grocery store um because i made a soup over the weekend oh really yeah uh i was quite impressed it's uh stuffed pepper soup Ooh. So uh, if you want the recipe, hit me up because it was pretty damn good and quite easy to make as well. Uh, and it made quite a bit. Like we're uh, we're still eating it, and it's been like three days. Wow. So uh, yeah, I was quite impressed. Uh, found it on TikTok. Obviously, that's where everybody.
1: <laughs> how else? Yeah, that's I made a a, a ham in the air fryer because yes! I follow an air fryer lady on TikTok. Yeah, that's the blonde, how you make... the blonde one that she air fries everything. S- skinny fat girl, I think, or something like that, is her is her TikTok handle. Yeah, that that
0: okay, that's her handle. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, what yeah, Adams no describing her as no, a person. No, exactly. That's her handle. for anyone I'll scoring it home and uh yeah I, I i know exactly who you're talking about and she air fries everything uh um, no
1: the terry low so there's another skinny fat girl something something is yeah. a tiktok that she okay. did the same thing but at the terry low on tiktok yes she yeah. does a lot she's of, the one i was talking yeah. about
0: too she's uh she's she's she deep fries it she fries air fries, air fries crazy yeah. uh but yeah this stuff pepper soup uh pretty good it was uh like i said easy to make ground beef you know they go to the grocery store. There's those those bags of peppers with the the red and the yellow yeah. and the orange. Yeah. Got a bag of those. One onion, three cloves of garlic, two cans of tomato sauce. They're giving it away. They're not hitting you up. Uh, two, two cartons of beef broth, and, and some rice, and yeah. that's literally the soup. And it's uh, it's not really a soup. It's like a because the rice absorbs all the all the all the liquid. Yeah. So it's almost like a chili. Uh, ish thing mm-hmm. yeah, yeah uh but it's it's still i, I call it a soup so <laughs> which it, you're
1: allowed to you made it yeah
0: so hit me up so guys are interested uh, hit me up with the recipe It's pretty simple took like half hour to prep everything and just uh as ron popeel used to say with the showtime rotisserie barbecue set it and forget it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i miss infomercials <laughs> um have you watched love is blind too did you get into the second season? No. Oh man, we, we uh, binged that this weekend. Um,
0: I, I did hear. Is it Shane?
1: Shane. yeah.
0: Shane. Uh, I've seen some spoilers where he's he's cracked out.
1: It's something. He's he's something. It's. There's a lot of similarities in in season two compared to season one. Um, like if you remember Jessica and Mark, mm-hmm. like that whole garbage that she let him on with. Yeah. There was the same with. Uh, Shayna and Kyle. I don't want to give away too much, but um, I mean, there, she was Shana was exactly the same person as Jessica was, even trying to break up another uh, grouping. Um, I mean, there was there was a few that I was I was generally shocked. Um, one girl, Danielle, she just literally tried. She was so toxic. Everything he ever did, she overanalyzed it and tried to sabotage. No matter how many times they just continue to do other things but i'm surprised you're not into that because you're the one that got me into love is blind one and there will be a season three
0: yeah you know what i was uh the wife watched everything yeah and she stays up later than i do so that's me She's she takes advantage of this programming yeah she watches it without me so by the time you know, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch Love Is Blind." I'm like, "Oh, great, yeah, let's let's start." She's like, "I'm on episode six. <laughs> like, okay, well, I'm not gonna go and backtrack here. <laughs> yeah, uh, go ahead. I'll 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 watch it sometime and yeah, I'll eventually watch it. Uh, but uh, it's not it's not uh, not on my my top list of, of things to top do list right of now. shows.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's I like the concept. I think the concept's very cool. It, it is the only the only concept I would like them to try is. Let's be honest the 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 people that they show, they're good looking people,
0: mm-hmm. women
1: and men. They're good looking mm-hmm. people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of would like to see it if it was the not so like the actual is love blind. Like when you actually meet somebody and they're not as as attractive as they as they could be, right? If that actually would change, like a true love is blind. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Type show, right? Like yeah, so. I agree. And they had a few of you know a few people that you see like when they show all the men and women, and you're just like, okay, they're they're reaching out and then all of a sudden the five they generally stay with are, you know, the ones that are probably most compatible and and have a chance to get mm-hmm. married but I'd actually like to see a, a love is blind with people that aren't as attractive as standards are. Everyone's attractive in their own way but mm-hmm. but you know, standards <laughs> are. Um, you know, Amazing Race finishes up this weekend. We get into the final 4. Yeah, that's right. Talk about the world's uh, and I've only been watching it for a few years since we did the show, but can you remember a worse punishment than lifting thousands of rocks to find four gold coins like i was at the point where i'm just like are they finally going to tell dusty like uh, it's over there continue with the show like yeah. it just seemed and they might have pushed him in a certain direction that we don't see but good lord man like
0: he must have been that was crazy. Was like i was i was losing for like it for him three and a half hours it, yeah because there, there was a timer that kept showing up on the screen it was like last time they Last time I checked it was like two and a half hours yeah. and they were just flipping stones and flipping stones. My man. There had to be at least five thousand stones there, and you're going you yeah. had to flip every single one of them. Every single one. And then you you know, they're the last team there, and all of a sudden it's like, well, you have a one in five thousand chance of finding <laughs> a gold coin. That's out. the worst part uh, is that
1: after the other four, you're just like what what I did notice is they were flipping them and flipping them back and flipping yeah. them and flipping them back. Yeah. Not that you'd see rocks, but when they flipped them, they were kind of wet on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if you flip them and leave them, at least it's maybe a darker color. Yeah. You might uh you might have a better chance. But you got your four Raquel and Kayla, Ryan and Dusty, uh, Kim and Penn, and who is the other? Somehow Arun and Natalie. They're still uh, alive. It's an hour and a half. They're gonna end up in uh in LA. Uh I picked the Ken and Barbie. Um, mm-hmm. you know, early on, I picked Kim and Penn. I am going to stick with that. Uh I think you went with the the actors um Anthony and Spencer. I think that yeah. was your original when they, the show started before yeah. we knew it was going to break. So I, I
0: had I had a good thought, a good feeling about Ryan and Dusty as yeah. well. So they're they're still there because last week was a non-elimination. Yeah. wow, thank Which, God. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're going to be uh they've got some catching up to do uh, yeah. this week, but uh, they've got the they've got the the body and the and, you know, the, I guess the stamina, I guess you want to put it that way, to, to, to do the catching yeah, up. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be exciting. Uh, yeah, they end at like LA, the LA Galaxy Stadium, Stadium I think, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting how it's like, well, are they all going to be in the same flight back to North America? They're going to have to be, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's what they're So doing. It's like their purpose. I think they have one more one more thing overseas. Yeah. And then they all take a flight
0: back to. Back
1: to wherever. And yeah. they got to race in LA somewhere. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so. it's going to be fun. Um, and the big show, the big one that starts tonight, uh, yes. Big Let's Brother go. Canada. So Let's we'll go. make and by wheel, I, I'll make my annual random guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I think last year I got the third place, which is which is better. Um, and you'll give your educated guess. So yes. um, I know there is one uh, Maritimer. Mm-hmm. Oh, just based off faces and names. You know what? Kevin Jacobs looks like he could play okay.
0: play the game. All right. Kevin Jacobs go from with Kevin.
1: Uh, I'm gonna find out where he's from.
0: Yeah, so there's two Maritimers on the season this year. He's um, from
1: sales engineer from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So uh, he's got a diabolical plan to lie, trick, and pit other housing. So that seems like an excellent educated <laughs> guess. I literally opened up the website and looked at their pictures, took a name, and you just saw me open it. So yeah, um, yeah Kevin Jacobs is my, is my guess.
0: Yeah, so a couple Maritimers. Um, oh, there's two? Yeah, there is. So we got uh, Marty Fournette, who is uh, from... Johnny Rocket's hometown of Petit Rocher, what? New Brunswick. Um, fun fact about Marty, he's the former assistant coach of the Campbellton Tigers oh, of the okay. Maritime yeah. Hockey League, yep. and yep. the current assistant coach of the Northern Moose, the Triple oh. AAA. So Ryan Hackett. Ryan Hackett, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, it's nice
1: that the show ties in together.
0: Yeah. He's <laughs> uh, pretty well-known in the hockey community up yep. there, for sure, and- um, his son, Joey, uh, was picked by Victo a few years ago, never played in the queue, uh, but he actually plays now for the Moncton Vitos. Okay. Um, so that's another interesting thing. And Kyle Moore is um, from Halifax, originally from St. Stephen, New Brunswick. Um, he's a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey! Uh Yeah, he runs the, um, he's the host of Life's A Rack podcast. It's about uh, mental health and, uh, and anxiety. So uh, those are your two Maritimers. And um I think uh, in Marty's case, they, they always tend to send the older people home first. Um, so I'm hoping he finds a way to to, to kind of wiggle around that um, being the first person evicted. because oh, he's cause he, 43. Yeah, yeah. He's a fraud investigator. So I think he can probably use that as, uh, <laughs> to, you know, and yeah, that, to his to his advantage in the game. Uh, if, if I were personally to pick a, a winner here, uh, I'm going... Based on name only, I'm going with Moose Bendago. Uh, nice, oh, nice set of hair. That, nice, yeah. nice hair on him and uh, nice, uh, nice pretty eyes. Uh, <laughs> nice set of eyes on him. Nice hair.
1: Uh, you know who he reminds me of?
0: Content creator from Toronto, I think he is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I just, um, I, I just, I got a good feeling with him. You know who he reminds me of? Again, it'll tie in a little bit.
1: Uh, Carlito. The old wrestler oh, Carlito yeah. with the big I spit in
0: the face that, yeah, that of AT people Apple.
1: who don't think I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, I mean, that brings it, you know, we had the poll last week, and we had the uh, the best uh Rushmore of theme music for us. Mm-hmm. Um So far, with about two hours left, I'm leading the poll 70 to 30%. That's bullshit. Uh, the, wow, it's your, your I list. figure The
0: Undertaker is probably what's pushed over the edge. Yeah, the Kurt Angle one for me was just not... You know, it's just the crowd reaction for It's the crowd energy with the song. And so it doesn't surprise me that uh, you've got the lead on this one. But I think maybe next week we'll do a uh, Mount Rushmore of songs in general, like our top four songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, Because I've got a pretty diverse uh, selection. Yeah, yeah, because we're
1: going to need time to narrow that thing down. Yeah. Um, And we got a lot of responses from the wrestling community that we thought we'd get here um i mean pat kind of he's yet to give us his four but he uh he enjoyed all of it aiden uh he gave you the nod uh the mm-hmm. dx was iconic and the angle you suck uh he took that one he liked the new age outlaws um we got a lot of Bret hart or a couple of Bret Harts on here yeah. aiden's top four were uh austin undertaker dx and the rock um where was where was uh hockey hat guy Bret Hart, his original theme, Mr. Perfect, Demolition, and Strike Force. So, kind of old. Strike Force surprised me. That, that one can't surprise me. Demolition, um, that was a pretty decent one. And uh, Charlotte Landry, uh, I mean, she was pretty upset that we left Bret Hart out.
0: Well, it's not that we didn't leave him out. It, it's, yeah. it's a great song, uh, but it's, yeah, you, you want to be as Canadian as possible, but. Yeah. The Bret Hart hype for me just, like, I was hyped for Bret Hart, but every time the Stone Cold music hit, I was just, you know, I was jumping yeah, on yeah, my bed, yeah, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's, uh for me, it's all about the, the connection to the song. Uh And the same thing with DX, like, the thing, we shared a story about wearing the shirts to school, and, <laughs> yeah. you know? It, it's, From the WWE, yeah. And it's, I remember, I remember wearing those shirts yeah. to school. I remember wearing my Stone Cold shirt to school. I remember wearing my DX shirt to school, right? It's just it's all about your, for me, it was all about connection. And, uh, Bret Hart was a great wrestler. Uh, the first, uh, you know, after my first date with Megan, the first thing I did was go back to her place and put her in a sharpshooter. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, you know, and it's, it, and that's, and, Look at us now, right? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're married with, with a kid because all, 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 I a I, all I did was, I said, hey, do you mind if I put you in a sharpshooter? And she said, what's a sharpshooter? And that um, was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she thought it was, you know, a, a, a position of, uh, of uh, fortitude, a uh, fornication. Yeah. And uh, I said, no, it's a wrestling move. And she's <laughs> like, okay, fine. So I put her in the uh, sharpshooter and... Yeah, she, uh, she hurt, so it's all good.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, are you still putting her in sharpshooters? I, I I
0: like to sometimes. Even picking different moves. Yeah. My, my new thing now is the AA onto the onto bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Onto the bed, and, uh, you know, the, sh- the sharpshooters have been, uh, you know, she's not often laying on her back on the <laughs> kitchen floor anymore. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's, uh, but she's she's like, carry me. Hey, carry yeah. me. Yeah, sure, okay. So I'll give her an AA on top of the bed and uh, yeah. I've I've given the uh some
1: wrestling moves to the to yeah. Haley. Like yeah. you know, when they're just little and you can give them wrestling moves, the oh, yeah. the uh the AA, the The choke, choke are, slam, Choke yeah. slam, the rock bottom. Yeah. Um so yeah, and actually I was at I've seen like I went to Canadian House or in your house, Canadian Stampede way back in July sixth of ninety seven. So, um and that was right at the heart of the Austin Bret Hart uh, hatred so the Hart Foundation so the main event was mm-hmm. Bret Hart Brian Pillman British Bulldog Jim Hart, Owen Hart against Shamrock Goldust Legion of Doom Stone Cold I mean the Undertaker was there uh, Hunter hurst Helmsley so pre China oh, wow, yeah. or pre Triple H yeah. uh, against yeah. Mankind so um, and it was it was during the Stampede it was that's where I got my Stone Cold Austin three sixteen yeah. shirt I was one of the few. In Calgary, that was wearing an Austin three sixteen t shirt. But it was one of the coolest yeah. live events. I've I've been to a few Raws and stuff like that, but um, that's that's the only real pay per view that I've been to. Have you been to pay per view? I've been to a, I've
0: been to the Raw. Uh, yeah. Raw in Montreal. Ooh. Um, when um, after the screw drop? No, oh, no, no, be, no. Be no, no. This was uh, this was maybe be maybe. Oh, it was when I had my appendix taken out because I was. Drugged up in the hospital and bought tickets and totally forgot about it. <laughs> uh, five before it was before Avery was born. Oh, okay, so seven seven years ago. Oh, okay. Megan was pregnant. Yeah, so seven years ago, May it was May of two thousand and five. No, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, May two thousand fifteen, and uh, just
1: like that, you think five years ago was May yeah. of two thousand five? Eh? Yeah. Like...
0: Yeah. Uh, May. Yeah. May 2015 fifteen. Yeah. And it was when John Cena was doing like the whole US uh championship challenge all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um yeah. Sammy Zane uh Sammy Zayn challenged him and it was his hometown yeah t- it was his, it wasn't it, his debut but it yeah, was yeah it was was it yeah yeah I remember watching that and on the And pla- the place went absolutely nuts Yeah. And I, I brought signs that said, like, John Cena wears socks with sandals, um, <laughs> Moncton for WrestleMania. And I was right behind the announcer's table, so, like, you could see my signs. Oh, like, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so John Cena wears socks with sandals, Moncton for WrestleMania. And uh, some, I there was another sign I forgot. But, yeah, it was, um, uh, and after the show, it was um, Vince McMahon came out, and the crowd went nuts. It was, like, off Ooh. air. Yeah, and because they did a thing with uh, with Pat Patterson, and um, yeah, uh, just a uh, ridiculous, ridiculous uh, raw I was uh, was pretty good. Yeah, I was drugged up from uh, <laughs> uh, my appendix having my appendix removed, and I just decided to buy tickets to Monday Night Raw in, in Montreal. Why so. wouldn't you, right? Yeah, right. So that's my uh, my that's my a pretty decent story. show, though. Yeah, yeah. It's I was I was at a few in Calgary.
1: I think the the Hardys. I think I won the tag titles and but this is way back in the the nineties and early two thousands. So it's really hard to go back and remember exactly what Monday Night Raw you've seen since Mm -hmm. considering they've been on the air since every Monday since like ninety four. Yeah. So longest running shows and something like that? Longest running episodic T V. So we're now that we're on YouTube, we're getting there for longest running. There we're we go. Only
0: thirty years behind. So, we'll walking in this studio in thirty years, I'll have my crutches. <laughs> yeah, my walker. Yeah, the studio will be upstairs. You'll, now, you'll next, need to in install an elevator in this place yeah. for the time we. Uh, I'm
1: working on it. Yeah. That's, I'm working on it. All right, let's get some news and notes.
0: News and notes from around the queue.
1: So, before we get to the queue, the CHL top prospects game announced their coaching staff. Uh, again, not sure what team Barbers is playing for, as that will come out closer to the game, but the celebrity coaching staff, uh, the guys from Overdrive, afternoon show on TSN 1215 Toronto, Brian Haynes, Noodles, and O Dog. I'm guessing by your reaction, you don't watch that show.
0: What's the point? Like, what, what, what are they doing here? I think they always. Was had, it, wasn't it, it, it Bobby Orr and, Orr and Don Cherry? Yeah,
1: and they've tried to keep a. Uh, a celebrity type coach. And so I, I think this is a way because TSN, CHL, maybe the overdrive will talk about this game, which they'll just talk about Shane Wright from Kingston. Um,
0: and all the OHL players. So are, you, know. are you telling me that in a couple of years we'll be able to be celebrity coaches at a, at I'm a hoping prospects Could game. Can you imagine? Oh,
1: Four man. check, back check, paycheck. <laughs> Four lines rolling pucks in deep. Let's roll. in deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't ever watch the show, so it, hopefully they kind of talk. Never heard of it. Oh,
0: really? Never heard of it. No, oh,
1: it's a radio show, and it's also on actual TSN, one of the five networks. Um, pretty decent show. It's I listen
0: like, to the Fan Nine Sixty in Calgary. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I listen to.
1: I did. Now I don't so much anymore. Uh, yeah, we got games rescheduled. Uh, looks like the Wildcats are now about to play uh, three and three in April uh, to begin the year. Uh, to begin that month, the game from the February twenty fifth. Will be rescheduled to April third at three PM. So, looking at the schedule, which will lead into my quick question here in a few minutes. um, Yeah, uh, in Bathurst on April first at seven PM. Home against Bathurst at four PM on the second, and now April third at three PM against Bathurst. So,
0: I'm getting last season vibes right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's three
0: and three against Bathurst. Three and three against Bathurst. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, Johnny Rocket, uh, if there's a time for you to come out, we're going to call you out right now. Mm-hmm. If there's a time to come to Moncton and uh, be in studio in April 2nd, April 2nd, uh, I've told you we have a spare room, mm-hmm. we, will, uh, we will host you, uh, we'll work with uh, ourselves
0: to get you tickets, we'll even host that. We'll go, and, we'll go fund me for the presidential suite at the uh, Marriott Belt beauches
1: Yeah, we'll try that. We won't pay for your gas; You can pay for that yourself. But we will try our best to get you uh, get you nice and comfortable at the Avenir Center for your first time, because when else are you going to get back-to-back-to-back games against against the team? Although we should go up Gross. to Bathurst at some point. But yeah, I mean, that's where we're at now. The QMJHL Team of the Week was announced for Week 16 no surprise, Joshua Waugh, uh, three goals, nine assists in the three games. So he's on a bit of a tear. Xavier Perrant, uh, four goals, four assists in the three games. And Simon Pinard, four goals, three assists for Gatineau, uh, the defenseman from Gatineau. Olivia Boutin, goal of four assists. Nicolas Savoy, three goals, no assists. And Matthias Rousseau, two, goal, or two wins, 947 save percentage, and a 1.8 goals against average. So wow. It's not too not too bad for that. Uh, uh Joshua
0: Watkid would look good in Saint John right now, eh? Yeah, probably maybe. would. Maybe you sh- should avoid avoid fighting teammates in the locker room. Yeah. Maybe uh yeah. yeah. he seems to have figured it out. Yeah.
1: Seems to have figured out maybe. All by design. All by design, maybe. I don't know. But it seems to Don't fight your teammates. Nope. Seems to kinda of work out for both teams. And you won't it's get traded. Those... <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those few trades that actually works out for both teams and you know, but how much better would they look with, with
0: Joshua Wall on that uh, on that team? Even if your reason for fighting your teammate was valid, don't fight your teammates.
1: <laughs> PSA from Jeremy hmm. Boucher. There you go. The Monk to Wildcast Podcast. Uh, I forgot to tell you, don't forget, follow us on Twitter, Monk to Wildcast, Instagram, walkout Podcast, and now TikTok. And don't forget to like and subscribe on the YouTube. I moved the quick question. Playing off the games rescheduled. My question to you, sir. Has the league made a small mistake in scheduling so many games in limited days to try and get that 68 in? Um, I watched the, oh, now I'm blanking on Sports Quarantine Mm -hmm. TV with uh, Dobson and Jerry Green, and he had an excellent point. I mean, we're trying to jam these games in at the end of the month, the end of the year. Um, We may have more reschedules, who knows? And I'm just looking at Moncton's schedule. I'm sure this is the same for all teams, but... You're going to jam all these games in to get 68 to have a five game first round series um, a f- two, like a first round and a second round. I mean, what do we got? What do we figure out? We had 10 games in 16 days in April. Um, I mean, if you like hockey like we do, you're going to be every second night from here on out as, as we get, especially this month. I mean, we got three and four, three and four, three and four. Wow. We're playing three and fours this whole month as we march to the playoffs. So, I mean, you're
0: the, risking injury here. Yeah.
1: You're risking injury. And, and what kind of player are you going to get in the playoffs when these guys are playing three and four coming off what possibly could be COVID cases. I mean, yeah. you know, this was the thing for many years in, in the, in the Memorial cup is the Q was playing a certain amount of games. The WHL was playing 75 or 76. They were playing eight or nine more games. Mm-hmm. Then a playoffs. By the time they were getting the Moro Cup, they had fifteen more games than the Q or the O, right? So mm-hmm. did they make a mistake by by trying to go with sixty-eight? Or in your in your opinion?
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. I, it's when I when you asked me this a couple of weeks ago, I said how many how many games do you think will be the fitness schedule? I said sixty. Just make it sixty. Uh-huh. You're you're literally you're forcing these kids to play. Like what we we said to start the, to start the month of April from the 1st to the 16th there's 10 games. Yeah. In 16 days. Yep. And if you count the entire month of April, there's what? How many games? 20, five. 20 21, 2 4
1: 6 8 10 12 14 16.
0: So 16 games in 30 days. Yep. Like come on. And then we're going to turn right around the next week and play playoffs. 5 in 7 days to get the first round out if it, there's going to be some upsets, like there's, there's going to be teams that, uh, you know, the sea dogs, like they're going to want to play so hard the rest of the season to move up in the standings. But what are they going to have left Yeah, in the tank? Right. They're, are they going to have like, what will they have left in the gas tank in the first round of the playoffs? If they're, if they're going to play so many games in the season, they want to, play as hard as they can to move up in the standings to get the, probably get home ice, mm-hmm. right? You're the Memorial Cup host. The last thing you want to do is is not have home ice advantage in the first round. Do they even have home ice advantage in the first round right now? I don't think so. Uh Nope. They would go to Halifax if we go by conference standings. There you go. So Like it's, you're, this is going to be messy. This yeah. is going to be a messy end of the season. Uh, and I yes, I do think it's a huge mistake. I don't th- see the need to play sixty eight, uh, I think they could easily have just dropped it down to like a sixty two or a sixty, and called it a day. Mm-hmm. Right? There's I don't care if the other leagues play sixty eight games at the end of the season. At the end of the day, your your goal is the end, is the same. It's to get the Memorial Cup. Doesn't matter if you pay, you know. It doesn't matter if you play sixty games or sixty two or sixty eight or whatever. I think this is. I think this is not not good. I don't think this is very smart at all. They're gonna hurt these kids. Um, there's gonna be some. They're just gonna be tired. They're gonna be tired by the time the playoffs roll around, and these. There's gonna be upsets, and uh, if it's whether it be a St. John going out in the first round, uh-huh. whether it be a Bathurst going out in the first round, but a young team with, you know underdog team with nothing to play for you know you 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 have to eventually you have to somehow think that a team like that a team like Halifax could could make it all the way to the third round with a young team with you know not a lot of expectations this season but you know they're still a young group they want as much playoff experience as possible you send this team in the playoffs with with the roster they have young team that works hard, they could go a lot further than, than some people think.
1: Yeah, and uh, Quebec is 15 points up on Ramouski, so they're not really fighting. Remouski can just stay level, stay in that 6-7-8 mm-hmm. spot. Charlottetown is 11 points up on Bathurst, Halifax, and St. John, who all have 48 points. So that in itself, with these limited games between those four teams, like, if you're Moncton, you're just, you're just coasting in to try and wait, one of these teams out and mm-hmm. you know, we don't, you know, it's just, we're not sure what the, the rest of the schedules look like for the other teams. And I'm sure the Quebec teams have these games jammed in as well. And, you know, it just, it looks even worse when, when Bathurst and, and Moncton are going to go three and three, because we had one cancellation and we could have cancellations coming more. We don't know, but you know, one, one outbreak on a team and that's two teams affected. And now you're trying to jam again, 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 And you have to get it in because you don't want two teams playing at 66. And now, okay, we're going point percentage Mm -hmm. because we can't fit that game in. I mean, the WHL right now on average is at 50 games. Now, they didn't have the break after Christmas like Moncton did, Um, especially in Alberta where COVID wasn't a thing. But, uh, I mean, Everett, Kamloops, and Portland have all qualified for the playoffs, which whenever it did it like a week and a half ago, I was like, what? How are they averaging playoffs already? And, you know, they're at 51 the OHL is at 47 to 50 games so i mean 10 more games even if they got to 65 and we got to 60 you probably end up roughly the same april timeline
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it wouldn't be so bad but yeah it's just you're one especially these top teams i mean yes they have depth but you're one injury away on a freak play and you're, you know in a 3 and 3 or a 3 and 4 and and yes they've scheduled a lot of in division games which limits travel it's in the Maritimes true. and and the other divisions, but still, three and three is three and three. And you know, your goalies your your goalies are going to get a night off. It's the players that have to keep going. And and I think this is where you know your idea of a taxi squad mm-hmm. is is perfect if you're going to jam all these games into the next two months. That's twenty some games in forty days that they're about to play.
0: Yeah, and there's going you know, you're probably going to be able to call up some players because, you know, within a month, you know, probably your your midget season's going to be sorry, under 18. Yeah. Uh your under 18 season is going to be done. So, you know, these teams who have players uh on, you know, the not good teams are, are going to get some sort of a, you know, break there. Um I haven't looked at the Maritime Junior A schedule. Uh, to see where that's where they're sitting, and and but they uh, just
1: started back up. Yeah, like they're they're Brunswick and P.I. right. Yeah.
0: So they're 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 behind schedule themselves. So I don't know where where that sits. Uh, Quebec Major Triple A, they just they've been going, and but teams are getting cases and this and that. There it's there's so many stoppages right now. I can't keep up with with who's who's who and where's yeah. and, and and where's where like in yeah. in, in terms of of games. So. Can you even do a taxi squad this? Uh, you know, at this point, and uh, that's uh, that's all I can think of. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so this is so stupid. <laughs> <Man>.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just
0: let's just be done with.
1: Hopefully next year. Um, I well, mean, and hopefully next year everything's back to normal and we don't have these jammed in games. Mm-hmm. But no, but let's just be done with this.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's where I kind of want to. I mean, it's a little silly right now because you're. You text positive now and you're going to isolate for five days. Mm-hmm. But if you get COVID on March 15th, you're good to go. <laughs> like, you're you, like the province in New Brunswick is just dropping the isolation requirements. So, scientifically, I don't understand how it makes sense. No. Where we just had a COVID outbreak on our team and. Probably half the team spent a week in a hotel, but if this would have happened, if this would happen in a couple of weeks, they're they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, in two weeks, the the virus is just gonna mysteriously yeah. not, you know, infect other people. Uh, a little, a little foolish, um, but I'm I'm with you, man. Just just get this over with and um, yeah. give me a give me a regular season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a regular like, regular, no, regular no season. No pun intended. Yeah. Give me a regular yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, I've got many many thoughts on on that. But let's keep this hockey related. Uh, so yeah, let's get to the weekly rewind of one game. Weekly rewind. And we should move on from this one. No, I'm just kidding. This was a. <laughs> This was one of those prototypical mid-season, pre games. Um, the Wildcats are 19-14, 4-1, four 43 points, 5th in the Maritimes, 6th in the East, which gives us... Oh, no, sorry, 7th in the East, which gives us a first-round series against Quebec if they go based on points, if all 68 games get played in. Sunday, like I said, uh, a preseason type game. Um, like I said on live yesterday, I can't even be hard on this hockey club because you could tell... One team hadn't seen the ice in a week, and one team is hosting Memorial Cup and is practicing and playing games. Mm -hmm. And, you know, full credit to this hockey club for coming out, showing up. And, you know, in an undermanned game, giving the best matchup and the best fight they could uh, in an 8-1 defeat. I mean, seven regulars out of the lineup. Um, How many of those we'll have back this week, we're not sure, but, I mean, we've got to see Ryan Hackett play, um, which... Like I said last night, limited minutes, but in his limited minutes, I thought he played uh, he played fairly well. Mm-hmm. Preston Lounsbury was a tough night in the faceoff circle, but again, you're going against Connor mm-hmm. Trenholm, you're going against Ryan Francis, Josh Lawrence. It, Phil, though, it's going to be a tough night in the faceoff circle uh, for a a young a, a young kid who's played what seven eight games in the last couple of years, something so like that, yeah, something like that. So, um, I mean, Gio was the backup. Mm-hmm. I wondered if they were going to put him in, in the third but again like I said last night or Sunday night what advantage is it to put him in the lineup behind a very tired hockey club and and you could see it guys were they'd get their 40 second shift in and they were done
0: yeah yeah that was it was it was really tough to watch like that was probably one of the tougher games to watch that we've seen in in, in a while uh um, that was a
1: true what a rebuild team should look like against contenders and we didn't deal with that last year because mm-hmm we played the New Brunswick tournament and those teams weren't contending. Yeah. So we kind of got a year off and, but this is what a, that was a tough one to watch.
0: It really was. Uh, you, you, I, I didn't have any expectation of pulling out a win in that game. Nope. Uh, I think there's, there's things it's where you can say, okay, well this was done well. This was, you did good here. Um, you, know, you, know, you you didn't get shut out all right and that's i think that's the the one i guess positive if you want to pull it up, yeah. pull from this game is you didn't get shut out uh but yeah there were some moments there where there was actually a few shifts where you could see you know the team kind of okay well maybe they maybe they're finding another gear but then you go back down and and there was goal yeah right it's just the mo- they they had they they i think they tried to come to make it a game, but every time they tried, they failed, and then next thing you know, the puck is in the back of their net. Um, yeah. Not any fault of Lemieux. No. I mean, he didn't put up any points in this game, but you're you're starting to see the Max Barbashev yeah. that we brought. Like he was physical. Yeah. He was, uh, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't fly by anyone. No, he no. tries to hit you. You can see why he's why he got his invite to the top prospects game. Yeah. Um, I do I do want to give credit to 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 the Sea Dogs because uh, there was a part late in the game where Moncton had a two on one and Jan Kuznetsov dove along the ice <laughs> to break up the pass. Yeah. Uh, when the score was probably five one or six one, yeah, so I got to yeah. give him that. And you know, in the last minute of the game, when it's seven one, and Ryan Francis is blocking a shot, um, this is a different St. John Sea Dogs team. You would not have seen that last year. Um, so your the Gordy Dwyer effect is uh, is in full force here in St. John.
1: It was also a little bit of a weird game for St. John Moncton rivalry. One penalty for St. John, two penalties for Moncton. It was kind of like. We know, like St. John is like we know what we're up against. Mm-hmm. So, the the fire wasn't there because Moncton didn't have that full squad. It, I'm not saying they took a night off physically against this hockey club, but it just it didn't have that rivalry like Halifax and
0: Moncton now has. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, it's like <laughs> there wasn't very many plays that no we didn't have were, puck in the offensive zone. Right? Where yeah. if there's you didn't like there was no. It, Moment in this game where the ref blew a call and the ref would, the crowd would be booing. Yeah. Right. Like there was, there was nothing like that. It was a well played game by both teams. It was yeah. d- like both teams were disciplined. Yeah. You didn't, M- Moncton didn't want to take penalties yeah. because, no, yeah. A, you don't want to face the St. John power play. Yeah. And B, you probably had the expectation that this game wasn't going to be close. And yeah. giving St. John all these power plays, you don't want it to, no. to be worse than what the score was. And St. John's probably the same way. Like, it's just like, okay, we know that we're probably going to win this game. Let's not take it too hard on them.
1: Or we know what Moncton can do. And if we get into penalty trouble, that uh, gives them chances to- Moncton scored a power
0: play goal, right? So you could, um, so it's, I I think it was uh, in terms of a disciplined game, like really well played by both teams. And there was no- you know, there was no missed calls by the refs. There was nothing for fans to complain about. Nope. Um, <laughs> it was, there was the, one the kids' zone had probably the most
1: action. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. You that's, know, that's, and that's an every Sunday thing, man. I think they're on to something. That thing, was, that thing was full. It was funny. They did have one chance for a power play, St. John. Ref had his arm up, and they went seven on five. And yeah, and then they scored. Scored. Yeah. <laughs> or six on five. Yeah, seven on five. Six on five. Yeah, it was and the
0: McDonald goal, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so uh,
1: yeah, like I said, it was I mean, it was good to see Ryan Hackett play his limited minutes. It'd be interesting to see if he stays up here just because we don't know about Darcy well, and Moran.
0: this uh, uh, it is just a five ice. they're good. We're good. We're good. So All right. right. We're good. You, yeah.
1: That's why I always ask. You never uh, know with it's practice get, numbers. Let's get him back on the ice. Yeah, it's exactly. Let's get this crap over with. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. So now we've got three and four. Um, I mean, look, we talked about a five game series, breaking this. The schedule down into five games, you know, Moncton's now 0-1. We didn't have to play Bathurst, Mm -hmm. thankfully. um, I think, you know, with all those cases, you play those two teams (laughs) back-to-back. But uh, we got three and four nights, two against Cape Breton, one against Halifax. Moncton um, has handled Cape Breton all year. This is the worst team in the league. Don't look at the standings. That's all you got to do. Don't Don't look look at the standings. But you, and this is going to be what kind of practice are you going to be able to have with this group moving forward, because if you got tired guys, and I'm, I'm hoping they had at least Monday, Tuesday off, maybe to rest and recover, well, especially coming <laughs> off not playing on the ice. I mean,
0: four when, out of when's six. the game? Thursday?
1: Thursday, Friday.
0: So they're probably going to, I'm assuming they they practiced yesterday. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, they'll practice today. Yeah. Travel. They'll travel today. And then and, a morning skate. Yeah. So it. it, it you know, that's the guys that weren't in the lineup on Sunday, you're giving them, you know, essentially three days to, yeah. to get over it. That's, you know, that's your more than half of your, your isolation recovery time. You're, you're good. Like this, yeah. this should be a full lineup on, 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 Thursday. Yeah. Uh With the exception of maybe Langlois, because we're not know. sure what's going on there. And, nope um
1: depending on it like Olsen and uh, Olson and Casey injury wise too yeah yeah well that's covid protocol players should yeah, all be back yeah
0: you should this should be a a, yeah. a a full lineup uh with uh with probably a couple a couple of exceptions
1: yeah i mean six points you have to beat Cape Breton. we talked about it at the start of the year this is a team that you're going to be competing with all season or 40 and 1 against them that needs to be 60 and 1 you know it has to be. And and this is, you know, Cape Breton, I think they've, you know, they beat Sherbrooke, who yeah. we couldn't. Uh,
0: what are they this doing? is like their first home game since before Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're three, six, and one so in they're their gonna last be, They're going to be jacked so. up for that. Yeah. Like
0: they're going to be, so you got
1: to take advantage of that. Because they go to uh, St. John tomorrow, or yesterday, sorry. Right?
0: Or Tuesday. no, they go to Halifax Tuesday. Yes, yeah. yeah, so they went to Halifax last last night. So, yeah. so they're going to be jacked up to play a yeah. home game. So, you, I mean... You know they're going to come out strong, so you got to be able to to control that and hopefully get an early goal and kind of take that uh, that momentum out. And I know the uh, sold out capacity crowd at the Centre 200 because you know that place is going to be jam packed to watch the uh, the K. Breton Eagles. What do they uh, get? Thirty five four thousand something. Like they're at a certain number, right? They, like say, I think okay, yeah, I think like they're Halifax still at is only
1: five five thousand. Or something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's still fifty or seventy five percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they're probably going to have maybe if they're lucky two thousand people. Uh, but it's Cape Breton. You get a few, you get a few beers in the crowd <laughs> there, and uh, you know two thousand people could could sound like eight thousand, right? So, uh, yeah, you got to get off to a good start in this game Thursday, and and they're
1: uh, a little bit younger. Like they yeah. they moved Connor Trenholm, they moved Dawson Stairs. Mm-hmm. Like they've gotten younger in. Whereas Moncton stayed level. Cape Breton's got younger. We don't really need to talk about Halifax. We know what we're getting into Halifax. We can talk about Cape Breton. But they've gotten younger. I mean, they've, they're have they coming off two back-to-back 6-2 losses to Renoranda, Valdor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they beat Gatineau. They beat Cape Breton. Or they beat Gatineau. They beat Sherbrooke. So they beat Drummondville. Right.
0: So they can. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, that's the thing. Like, this is a team in Cape Breton that they've got nothing to play for. No. Right? They're last overall in the league right now. Yeah. Um, if, if they want to do anything, there's the, uh, the <laughs> stupid Q site with their, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, great Q site. Yeah. Just, uh, I didn't mute it. They got nothing to play for, mm-hmm. right? They, they can, they they could spoil, like they could be easily be spoilers 100%. here and, 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 you know, these are, these are easy for some teams, two point games. And if they look at the standings yep. and you go in there and, and you're going to get the, the socks surprised off you. And, and so it, this is, that's, that's the beautiful thing about junior hockey is that doesn't matter where you are in the standings uh you you can compete you can be there yep. uh and it's not just junior hockey like you're you want to look at the nhl like right now ever since montreal hired marty Louis, it's like a different team yeah right so it's you can't you can't be looking at the standings and confidence is big yep yeah don't uh, don't judge a book by its cover and just go in there and play your game and, and you should be okay but you know what it, it, we've seen it before you know mongton could go in there and get a five a five one lead and then you know, one penalty, one penalty away. And it's, uh, you're, you're a couple goals, you know, your, your, your lead starting to, 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 to go. And then next thing you know, it's like games tied, you know, something like this happens in Cape Breton, you know, you know, damn right. I'm getting a message from Andrew Barrington. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I got one, uh, on Sunday actually from him. So your, your your, your team has to learn how to keep a lead. Yeah.
1: Dan LaQuad's
0: going to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going to put a Dufour statue out yeah. in front of the Avenir Center? <laughs> we love you, man. Yeah, we, um, we enjoy it. It's yeah, a good time. It's uh, But that's it, man. Right? You, yeah. you just can't get too comfortable, and we've seen it with this team. It's either A, they get to a lead, and they blow it in the third, or they're down and out and somehow manage to pull out a win. So yeah. um, let's get over those <laughs> those two levels of, of, of team play. And just get back to... Just get into a lead and just stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. Play a 60... Let's yeah. play a
1: 60-minute, because I can't remember which game it was you asked me if they would throw away the tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Shawinigan. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a, a St. John game. St. John
1: game is a throw away the tape. Yeah. There was nothing going. Uh, you don't want any of that creeping back in. And yeah, don't look at it. I would... I haven't been in the room, but it, I would be surprised if they even have the standings up in the room. There's no need to. You just show up every night. You play, and you play the opponent in front of you, and you don't worry about what the points are. Because I mean, yeah, we've beaten Schwinigan, we've beaten, uh, and they've beaten Sherbrooke, so it's it's kind of an, an even race. So let's let's hopefully get four points out of this thing, and uh, kind of feel good. And and you know, I mean, let's get three out of four, but let's uh, three in a row. But let's uh, let's get to everyone's favorite part of the show maybe.
0: Eric Murray, realtor buyer house from him stick tap of the week. All right. Uh so I don't like to do this. I don't like to give it to players. Uh but what we saw after the St. John game, uh you know, Phil Daou sticking around to, you know, take pictures with his billets and uh and yeah, what's his so what's her name milan's
1: milan boy you
0: yeah her her son nate. nate that's the one nate um man that got guy, that guy's full of character and yeah. uh we're, we were fortunate enough to have him on our team for for a couple of years and we've been fortunate enough to have him on our show when he's in yep. his hotel room in belleville and <laughs> i gotta say i was pretty disappointed there was no video tribute like uh, that was the, the one reason i went to that game was for the uh Philip Daou and Thomas Couture video tribute, <laughs> it couldn't even take 30 seconds out of your time to do a video of some highlights. Uh was a bit disappointing, but uh, what what I saw from Phil, um, you know, yeah, just...
1: Sorry to cut you off. Now that I think about it, I asked you, like, when was the last time they did it? Yeah. They thanked a and LaRue. Yes, they when did. When they came back the first time, yes, so... Did. There was a precedent set there. Yes, yeah, they did. I I forgot about that when I asked you when the last time they did that yeah. was.
0: So uh, what I saw from Phil, uh, you know, after that game Sunday was, uh, I think, worthy of a of a stick tap, and uh, you know, just for him to stick around and literally be the last sea dog on the ice, and uh, you know, it's just just uh, what a what a what a kid he's uh, he kind of destroyed us a little bit too, like yeah. three assists, but. Um, I, I gotta give it to Phil just for, just for that reason. Cause you know, he didn't have to do that, but he took, uh, you know, those two minutes just to, to acknowledge his billets and, and a fan of fans. So good on you, Phil. Uh, I will give an honorable, I will do an honorable mention too. Uh, we kind of joked about it before the show here, Adam. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the. These po- two things the, don't coordinate either. No, they don't. <laughs> no, not so. The, the, the poop, is it poopery? Poopery. Yep. Poopery. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I discovered again, I'm living under a rock because (laughs) I didn't know this stuff existed. Uh, this poop puree that you spray in the toilet before you take a dump. (laughs) Uh, wow. You know, like, does this ever work? Oh, you have it? What? You use it? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought you just, like, heard about it. I didn't know you actually used it. No, no, no. Oh, I used okay, it. Okay, all right. Used it.
0: I thought you just, like, heard about it. So I tried this out, right? right? And I saw a couple, couple squirts yep. in the old toilet bowl. Yep. And you finish. Yep. And all of a sudden, your bathroom sounds like... Like... Flowers? Vanilla and... hibiscus. <laughs> right? <And it's> like... <laughs> That's pretty, that's pretty good. It's vanilla
1: hibiscus. I don't know. I'm just making up a flavor. <laughs> no, I know. what I'm like. I'm just making something up here. <laughs> no, but it like... legit sounds like something. Like, it's like men's uh, deodorant. Like what the hell is Wolfgang? Like yeah. sense, right? Like women. What, have is, lav- what is
0: Dragon Blast? <laughs>
1: yeah, women have like lavender and cherry blossom, and we have like Wolf Blast and well, vanilla there's a, hibiscus. But there's an axe. There's
0: an axe body spray. <laughs> yeah. That's sneakers and snowboards.
1: What? Why do I want to smell? Like I have no
0: idea. Uh, anyways, anyways, this, this poopery, back, yeah. <laughs> um, quite the creation. Yep. I mean, works wonders. Um, so if you ever, you know, if you're known to have some, uh, you know, stinky dumps, this poopery, I highly recommend you go and get yourself, you know, just a little drop, and it's like uh, works like perfect. Makes your bathroom smell fresh. Yeah. Makes you smell, you know, fresh like sunshine and rainbows and skillets not skillets skittles taste <laughs> yeah. of rainbow yeah poopery you know it took my uh shout out last night to last month uh, last week to walmart <laughs> yeah so this is my i found something that's been around for years but i'm only discovering it now <laughs> of the week <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
1: stick tap of the week sponsored by eric murray real estate with the remax avante team If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. That brings us to the Rosemary Lynn Wildcast Wildcat of the Week, back for another year. Right now, Angelina and Nicole are both accepting new clients and they direct bill. Give them a call at 830-1224 or go to the Instagram page, Massage, And, uh, Reach out, book an appointment that way. The Wildcats' player of the week again. I mean, it's uh, it was tough in one game where they score one goal, but um, the Wildcats went with LaBelle, so I'm gonna go with his line mate. Uh, he's got, he's now on up to eight games, seven goals and six assists in those games, uh, and he had a helper on the lone goal versus the Sea Dogs. That player is number nine, Brooklyn Kalmakoff, Um, who is your Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcats Wildcat of the week. That's gonna do it for us. Um, I mean, we got three and four this weekend as of now. Hopefully nothing moves. And like I said, 0-1-1 in a five-game set. So get back into the winning ways. Uh, Get back to uh, getting some points. And, uh, you know, that was a one-off. Let's get back to uh, Wildcats hockey. And uh, we will see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.